on and we're here. Yeah. Hello everyone, we are Not Great RPG and we are here once again for the Lost Kings of Adorus. Um, we are still down two members this evening, but we press on. Uh, <laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> I look cute, so it's fine. <laughs> thank you, Mike. Thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you for the sacked Craigasm. I appreciate that as well. Uh, much appreciated. Thank you. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we will go around the table real quick, introduce ourselves, and then after a brief recap, uh, we'll pick up where we left off two weeks ago. Three weeks ago? Some time ago. Two weeks ago. I don't know. I'm John, and I play Marcus. I'm Sarah, and I play Dandelion. I'm Glenn, and I play your big friend, Engear. For the second to last time, I'm Zonky Khan. Mm-hmm. And for the last time, I'll be playing Ren. Mm-hmm. And as always, I'm Don, the DM of the Lost Kings of Adorus. <clears throat> um, last week, you guys continued traveling south into the Kingdom of Arbor. Um, Engear directed you into the trees, and Cookie was like, this isn't a road, and Engear was like, well, it is now. Where we're going, we don't <laughs> need roads. <laughs> we and, got there. Yeah. And, Just uh, quick, 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 quick. Fuck it, done. I just can't quit you, Cookie. Uh, and then Edgar put a second bandana over his eyes, so his face was just full bandana top to bottom. Uh, you guys continued through the woods for a bit um, before coming across a rather strange-looking uh, tavern and inn outfitted with what looked like ship's cannons on the outside, and the windows uh, looked to be blacked out. Um, Engear told you guys, like, you know, it's it's real weird in there. Uh, they're not they're not friendly at all. And you guys scary. just let me do the talking. It's terrifying. Uh, it's weird as fuck in there. Um, it sounded very sexual at first. It was okay. Uh, it's very perverted. In yeah. There. Um, Mr. Pigeon and Twig uh, ran off into the woods with the carriage to go scout out the entrance to the Black Flower stronghold that Engear uh, told them about within the woods. Um, and said that they would meet up with you later. The rest of you went inside. Um, Three of you went over towards a table uh, as Engear walked towards a dragonborn man at the front uh, table, flanked by um, uh, another woman, um, which I did forget to mention this last week. Dragonborn are incredibly uncommon, and you've maybe only seen one other one. So the one in the circus that sold soap. Yes. Yeah, you've seen like one or two so other ones outside. So of that. It's they're they're not. You common. mean like in it's terms of breath so when we were within Greymore in city proper, seeing mm-hmm. a litany of people in a crowd. Yeah, or even in your in any of your travels sure. that you've had at all, it's very uncommon. Yeah. You've only seen a handful. Was there one in the underground market? There was a tiefling down there. There was a tiefling down there. May have been a dragonborn. Regardless, you see elves and humans and dwarves all over the place. Mm. Uh, These are much more uncommon Mm. uh, of a race from what you can tell. Don't Mm. know why, but they are. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, You then were taken down to the basement by um, a woman who introduced herself as Madame Morgan uh, that indicated that she knew Marcus Shaw III uh, and and figured out that Marcus must be his son, uh, based on how he carried himself and how he looked. 
Um, I know that look. <laughs> <laughs> it was a shirtless man walking into my tavern. It must be. <laughs> it must be him. <laughs> <laughs> Only one other man. The apple doesn't fall too far from the bull. <laughs> I mean the tree. <laughs> um, took you down into a basement below the basement within a uh, like a. a a whiskey barrel that had to be drained um, and opened for a ladder to appear. Um, you were taken to a small little, um, like almost conference room style area where you could sit and enjoy some food and speak. Uh, the dragonborn introduced as Artemis uh, ran off to fetch some food and you spoke with Madame Morgan about um, her past, her dealings with... Um, the Iron Crown within Southport mm -hmm. um, as a younger woman um, being used to search for relics and items off the coast of Southport um, before she and several of her compatriots escaped uh, after a very long time of preparation uh, over years. Um, several of them made it. Several of them, unfortunately, did not make it. The rest of them that did fled south and found this abandoned inn within the woods um, and decided to try to help people escape from similar situations or go into hiding if need be. Um, it was implied that they uh, steal from people that can afford to be stolen from and deserve to be stolen from uh, in order to gain funds for their... Uh, for their protection of people, as well as the minor amounts that the tavern and inn itself bring in. Um, you also asked uh, about um, the Guild of Olden Deus and Helena Ashwell, uh, which Madame Morgan indicated that she is unfortunately familiar uh, with this particular woman. Um, and Dandelion, you spoke with her a bit about... Um, the witch queen looking lady. The witch queen looking lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the fact that it is entirely possible that she does have your mirror or knows who does um, and told you about the Guild of Olden Deus um, hiring the Iron Crown in order to obtain items of value uh, for themselves. Um, she spoke to the dealings that she had with Papa Shaw uh, Papa Chad Shaw, mm -hmm. to be specific. Mm -hmm. um, it was a implied noble a noble title mm -hmm. um, as he was passing through uh, on his way south to confront a wizard that had stolen a dragon's child in uh, what we learned earlier in the campaign as Rin's, not Rin's, Rin's hometown of Kenmare, um, that she went with him in order to assist in. Uh, relocating of people. You were told about the fact that the majority of the people in that town were corrupted by some sort of uh, profane magic. Profane magics or, or, or plague of some kind. Uh, as there Forgive was a, me, when I can say yeah. profane magics, I just, of course, of course. a voice speaks through yeah. me sometimes, Don. <laughs> I can't silence it. Um, and the only way that those people could be saved is to uh, be under the protection of the magic of said dragon and live in its uh, in its lair within the nearby uh, King's Bluff mountain range. The remainder of the people were taken and 
put into various places around um, the kingdom of Adorus, uh, or sorry, the, the continent of Adorus in various kingdoms. Uh, Rin in particular was sent to Kenmare because he was the youngest member and really had no knowledge of his former town. Um, and it was decided that it would be better if he was raised with a family that could care for him more readily than the families that were being relocated uh, as his parents had either perished or, were, or in his mother's case were taken to the dragon's lair. Um, she then worked with your father a bit in uh, interrupting the taking of people from Goldview down to Arbor. Uh, she would have her compatriots interrupt that process and take Marcus's people and send them elsewhere and relocate them uh, with the fear that if they were sent home, they would be recognized upon the last, uh, upon the next gathering of folks to serve in Arbor's army and they would catch wind of what was going on. Um, she also indicated that she pays off several guards within the uh, army of Arbor and that they kind of know to just leave well enough alone and that they are being paid enough to just leave her alone, essentially. Um, she also indicated that she had visited the kingdom of, or sorry, the town of Goldview on one occasion uh, and met the young Marcus Shaw IV. A wee lad. A wee lad. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was implied that there may have been some romantic feelings between the elder Shaw and uh, Madame Morrigan. And that may have been a reason for why she did not return. However, she did enjoy seeing the lions of the plains. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and mm -hmm. had a great time mm -hmm. watching them, uh, meeting the the elder Wonka within Goldview and, <laughs> and uh, hanging out with him. Mm -hmm. um, William the Second. William the Second. <laughs> the elder Wonka. Um, Lord Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> uh, His manner. <laughs> Uh, she also told you that her name is Evelyn, uh, Evelyn Morgan. Um, she is half changeling, half fae and fairy, as she indicated, born to, uh, to a fae parent and a changeling parent in the changeling kingdom. Uh, fae papa. Fae papa. Yeah. Uh, changeling mama. Yep. Um, and that when changelings visually change themselves... Uh, fey people have an energy to them that most changelings do not replicate when they disguise themselves. However, she does being half changeling, so it is more valuable for her to be able to do uh, what she does. Um, she's told you that she was sold for 10,000 platinum at eight years old and lent to the Iron Crown um, to try to find fey relics beneath the waters. Mm -hmm. Um told you about her group the jade serpent mm -hmm. um and then you guys spoke a little bit more about helena ashwell and ten thousand platinum ten thousand platinum mm -hmm. we're down 800 platinum which is not the no, same 100k gold yep she's very valuable mm -hmm. bought by the oldest lent to the iron crown kingdom don't where, money don't know where this came from Maybe um, Artemis returned with the food, sat 
Uh, and before we have him return for the purposes of I have finally given you the letters with the contents of the things, I will kind of roll back a second as you guys were talking about Helena Ashwell and you now have the contents of the letter from Helena Ashwell if you would like to discuss that with Evelyn. Uh, or not. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely no, not. No, thank you. <laughs> We're doing no <laughs> I'm going to call it a night. How dare you? How could you? Not all. Look what you've done to it. <laughs> uh, since now you do actually have the contents. Yeah, and it, it's, it is in her possession. And yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. So it, this is the letter that has the two candles that are of that she, different yeah. colors that she lights. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is invisible cool. on paper. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and she had done it actually in the session. It was just the like, hey, here's the roundabout yes. explanation. Yeah. But now, okay. Now yeah. I have so physical. out yes. of game, uh, mm. I will, unless you, would you like to I'll, read the I'll, contents? I'll read it. Sure. Um, so <laughs> it, it says, my dearest Knox. I do hope that you are well. Our grand search continues for the artifact. Your colleagues are working with us to determine its location and the means to bring it to us. The timeline we discuss the timeline we discussed, we would like to accelerate it. We must see before we can move forward. And then it says something uh, in another language that I do not know, and then it's signed Helena Ashwell, Guild of Old Olden Deus. Um you don't know, but Dandelion does know because that is written in Sylvan. Oh, it's Sylvan. Uh, it means never be forgotten, never die. Like ever? <laughs> never. So she would read okay. it probably out loud in Sylvan. Uh, <laughs> probably not think to translate it. Yeah. It, it does... It, is, this, is this Latin? It does. <laughs> uh... Works really well for strange languages, mm-hmm. as we know. With so I'll read it. It does say "Numquan Oblivion." See me elevate. Wouldn't have been shocked. I really wouldn't have been shocked. Numquan Mori. Would you say that it meant they never be forgotten is the top line, and never die is the bottom line. Thankfully, I remembered what it meant because I wrote it in my copy, also in Latin, and did not write the English translation. I was like, "That's helpful." <laughs> I remembered what, is what it, it was. What does it translate to? Fog. <laughs> <laughs> you think it's you, fog? If you translate that in Latin back to English, yeah, it doesn't it work. So I had to do it one at a time, and yeah. then I remembered what I was uh, what I had said. So I, I figured it out. But at the time, I was like, "Oh no." Well. So now, back in character, uh, you guys had previously discussed the contents of that letter when you had yeah. it several episodes ago. I think mm-hmm. we discussed most of it besides the You did, the other than the exact contents, yeah, and, yeah. and the sylvan. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it realistically changes any of the things that we have discussed nope. in context for it. Yeah. Unless you know something about the specific phrase written in sylvan, or if I know something about that specific phrase... Um, in Sylvan, I would that is... say that you would not have heard that. It's not like Ron <laughs> said that every night before you went to sleep. You All right, right Dandelion, so never be forgotten. He read stories and stuff. <laughs> Don't die in your sleep now. <laughs> um, the only thing that I will indicate is that is for sure not like a fey greeting or goodbye. That's definitely not something that you would have heard 
around in the, in the uh, Feywild, in, in the kingdom, in the castle. <laughs> Never be forgotten. In, Don't in die. <laughs> at all. Did sure. not hear that. So that's weird. Yeah, so that's not a formal greeting or, or uh, parting sentence that you're aware of. Mm-hmm. So it means it means this, but I I don't know I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Even in, in my language. For clarity as to what's on the bottom because it is yeah, colored. This is, this is the onk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the onk with the two the gems gem. that are have thread suspending it in the yeah. center of the onk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would look like a dream catcher. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. And I would have shown you something much more crudely drawn, but similar to that mm-hmm. when I was talking about the. Um, the man. Yeah, I know we'd seen man. it before. Well, it was it was on the man who theoretically stole the mirror yeah. was wearing mm-hmm. yep. that as like a necklace. Mm-hmm. Oh my crayon drawing of that man. It's a terrifying cactus with squiggly hair. That is what it is. <laughs> hair a cactus? Yeah, no. <laughs> with squiggly hair. Look at it. Say like Dandelion's never seen a cactus, Mm-mm. so. On the plains. Of <laughs> <laughs> the lions. The lions eat cactus all the time. <laughs> Scratching posts. <laughs> Ouchie. They're very strong. <laughs> I can't say that I recognize that drawing dandelion. Um, apologies. Uh, Do you know what that phrase means? Uh, I, I do speak Sylvan. Um, it means never be forgotten, never die. Um, I did hear it uttered around uh, my time as a child, um, but uh, not sure the context. By like, in your original home or at the manor? At the manor, yes. Have I ever heard that? Have I ever? Hmm. That's a good question, Glenn. The Shaw family saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got a tattoo to my I say this every night. Um, <laughs> I would say that, yes, you would have heard that in uh, several, but not all, of your kind of not-great dream trips right before you would wake up, when everything would kind of fade to black, you would hear that, like, whispering on the wind. Like, when I was being experimented on? Possibly. Okay. Yeah. And more just like uh, the one that that I described for you of you like walking through the mountain range, like that type of thing, mm-hmm. where you would just There's wake the up from that. And then... Yeah, the cackling. You would hear that kind of whispered, very echoey around you. Yes, not knowing what it meant. But yeah, just because it's it's being said in Sylvan. Yes, yeah. presumably by the cackler. Oh. The great cackler. The great cackler. The great cactus. The great cactus. <laughs> Sounds like some sort of martyr. Could also be 
some kind of a spell component, maybe? You know how people have to say spells, right? You speak magic in the world? Yeah. I have heard this. With magic? I mean, it just sounds like words in my language. Maybe it's the intention in which it's spoken. I'll try and say it in, like, a very dramatic... <laughs> sure. <laughs> The table explodes. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you say this in a as dramatic as Dandelion is capable of Very dramatic. Uh, sounding, um, and nothing happens. I'm not going to try and do it because I, Sarah, don't speak Sylvan. <laughs> <laughs> or Latin. Or Latin. <laughs> yes, I've, I've heard this echoed in dreams before. That's weird. Yeah dreams, nightmares, sort of thing. This is... I've never heard it where I'm from. I mean, I've heard all of those words, just not not put together like that. Most of them are just normal words. Is this native language of where you speak? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Huh. Yeah, I've, I've heard the word never. The word forgotten. You ever hear somebody start laughing before they say never? I mean, probably. I think. I would say at some point. I think <laughs> Oberon's probably said that and laughed, but usually because someone's like, "Do you want this weird fruit?" and he's like, "Never, <laughs> not that weird fruit." And you trust this man? I, of course. Do you trust the person with the fruit? It depends on the person with the who the person with the fruit is. Possibly kill fruit, man. He might be trying to poison you. I don't think he was trying to poison me. If he was trying to poison Oberon, he's probably dead already. So. Oh. This is not good news. <laughs> he's probably okay, though. Oberon's definitely fine. We talked to him a few days ago. I've said his name. Too many times. Oh no! As <laughs> <laughs> he appears in the ceiling, hello. Dude. Well, no, I, I think I was trying to specifically avoid saying his name yes. in front of. Uh... Oh, I said his name to her. Did yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I trust. She knows my papa. I trust her implicitly. She yeah. could be his mother. <laughs> well, could be. That's unlikely, but dandelion doesn't. Know there are lions name, on the plains. <laughs> Anything is possible. <laughs> At this point, Artemis would return with food, set it in the center of the table, uh, and as I had described before, you could see scars kind of covered up by the armor, both on his front and his back. Um, sit, grab a mug of ale, slide the rest on the, uh, around the table, and as he said at the end of last week, uh, take a sip. So, Enger, you killed three people recently. Yes. Assassins? Yes. They attacked us in the middle of the night. There was a... It's incredibly inconsiderate. A, 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 one that didn't speak, one that couldn't see, and then one that couldn't hear. Mm. As we know from your discussions, clearly the black flowers are experimenting with dark magics of some kind. 
I can't imagine you were the only product that they attempted to create whatever horrible things you told us about. Um, Very much truth. I'm sure there are others. The unfortunate part is that most that they did was just poke at me. I was already born pretty messed up. Yes, but they seemed bent on trying to invoke something from you. Yes, they're trying to pull out the bad. Make it stronger. Hmm. What about you? Kill any bad people lately? Well, not recently, but that is the plan going forward, assuming we are able to gain access uh, to their stronghold. I, I worry what's happened to the brothers and that poor girl. Uh, the three that they took um, are two compatriots, dwarven brothers, Cormac and Bo, and the uh, unfortunate girl that they were helping, Ophelia. This Cormac and Bo, how important are they to you? I mean, they're, they're my brothers. They're... I can't leave them in there, especially after you've said what you've said. I wish not to see any of my friends' friends rot in there. And this, um, this girl, Ophelia, uh, I would be concerned if they had access to her former royalty, um, She escaped that life. Became a sort of, um... Pseudo-expert on curses and cursed objects. So she gave up crown for study? Was not her choice to have the crown. Where was she royalty? Uh, here in Arbor. Smaller royalty, not, uh the full kingdom obviously just a shout out of like a duke or something then yes okay uh, in line for the throne but um yeah not direct secession from the king not direct secession from the king yes um she escaped that life fled north to uh one of the elvish kingdoms and attempted to help people um based on what the brothers said when we got word from them on their way back. You uh, said she's a child? Uh, she's in her late 20s. Um, oh. Child to me, apologies. Uh, Lady. <laughs> yes. Um, this makes everything different. <laughs> yes. Uh, but she's uh, a bit afflicted herself and therefore takes the burden from others. It's okay, he's me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, afflicted? Yes. Um, she takes... Uh, if people have curses or cursed objects, she attempts to remove those curses from them. But those curses have to go somewhere. They don't just dissipate. Certain curses cannot just be dissipated by magic. Certainly. But she works to... 
shift the target of those curses to herself. She eats curses? In a sense, yes. So what you're saying is she is cursed. She is cursed, yes. That's not like a lot of curses. Yes. And one what? person? Why is she so important to you? Uh, it's not that she is important to me, it's that if the black flowers have someone that is capable of moving curses around, that is troubling. Very true. There are no end of cursed objects in this world. How long ago was she taken? Uh, I think I. I think you said, said like two months. Two months ago, yeah. Two months ago. I don't know if it's her holy nature that, uh, or her celestial nature that allows her to gain some sort of protection from these curses. She is an Asimar. All right. But, um... Well, we'll need to know what the three people look like. This way we can ensure that when we rescue them that we are bringing back the correct people. Yes, and I'll be traveling with you, but... Oh! You'll still need to know what they look like in case I die. Oh, no, you'll be fine, Artemis. You're a very powerful man. Thank you. Of course. I... Um, I do consider myself quite a warrior. Uh, was not always that way, but we do what we must to survive. Well, there's a, a classic Shaw introduction, if you would be uh, not opposed. Of course. The handshake of the warrior. I would put my hand down to gesture to arm wrestle the man. <laughs> sure, yes. Of course. I would attempt to arm wrestle the man. Sure. <laughs> I would attempt to feign giving it full effort and then to pull back. Okay. I'm trying to encourage this man. Sure. You're going to notice Dandelion taking notes and I'm going to reach out to arm wrestle Dandelion. <laughs> right. I'm going to try my best. Might I? Deal. <laughs> Roll the initial oh, strength, strength and then the subsequent performance. Yes, absolutely. Pulling back. Yep, that was that was my plan. Oh dear. <laughs> well, it's an eight on the strength. Okay. When I have to pull back that much. And a fourteen on the performance. Okay. Uh, he beats you on the strength, um, and you beat him on the performance. So Fantastic. Really, that that works as expected. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> With the benefit of he yeah, does generally. Like, he seems like he's yes. nervous. That's all yeah. right now. Yeah, I would absolutely attempt to encourage <laughs> this man by being like, I'm jacked as shit. Like, wow, you beat me. Yeah. Yeah. And the two of you kind of back and forth for a moment uh, before he... <laughs> so Dandelion's a perfect mirror because she rolled a two to my eight. Wham! <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and then he kind of gingerly slams your hand onto the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, slap him on the shoulder, you know, kind of, not like overly roughly, yeah. but, you know, sufficiently playful. See? Strongest man in this room. Edgear's next. Edgear? You have to arm wrestle the man. Dandelion, you've got be... Bell. It wouldn't be a fair fight. <laughs> what? Why? You have hands? Why would I use my whole body to wrestle his hand? Uh, no, you, you use your arm as well. 
It's your hand against his hand, as I just did. Your two arms are wrestling. Okay. It's a back and forth. Oh. It's a test of strength in one single arm. What if I break his arm by accident? I'll heal it. (laughs) (laughs) With my healing hands. Come on, Angir. All right. Give me a little more credit than that. (laughs) Yeah. Dandelion's got Bell. <laughs> 18. 14 for Bell. Uh, it's a 16 for him. Dandelion's really bad at our wrestling. close. You two back and forth. It's very close. Um, but you eventually do push his hand back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well played, Angir. <laughs> this Man. is the first time I've ever done this. Very strong. Yes. I, I know this. Yeah. Bell that... just looks at Dandelion. You're not very good at this. <laughs> what happened? Dandelion. You lost to a child? <laughs> yes. Oh. She's very Bell's strong. Bell's been training. Yeah. She's very good at this. <laughs> Definitely. A, a warrior. Mm-hmm. You're, um... I can do this. And I'll uh, clap. <laughs> I'll I'll use um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what is it? A uh, minor illusion. Yeah, yeah. Dandelion with arm wrestling is like Curiel with driving a boat. I'll wild shape into a bear. Or sprightly little girl. She's a bear. She's a sprightly little bear. That would be amazing. Yeah, a little fame bear. It's not too late. Right? <laughs> Multi-class. What's your wisdom? Oh, no, Could I... be improved. <laughs> no, I, I'm already multi-classing anyway, so it's... Could go, Could go again. Raz was three classes. Here we go. This is how you build that it. That was at, like, level 12, though, wasn't it? Or 10? Uh, you're on your way. Because you didn't take Clark until the very end. I would have taken it at 11. No, no, uh, no, ten. It was at school at... Oh, no, it was three. Done. Silent image, yeah. How long ago did I, uh, escape? It was a month, right? Something like that. What would you make with your silent image? Um... It would actually be a little bear dancing around. Actually, no, it would be, it'd be cucumber. See? I'd make cucumber. Rising. Right. Raccoon friend. Dancing around. Yeah, I can't do that. I don't think Belle can either. Can you do that, Belle? <laughs> can Belle make images or use illusory magic? She just... Nothing happened. Good try! Maybe you should teach Belle how to do that. Um, I can do this. And she makes her eyes <laughs> go purple and her hair turns like a bright red. That's really cool. We're getting better at that. Thank you. Does she still have like the gray skin and like yeah. kind of featureless? Like, yeah. Not, it's not, she's just like very 
unassuming looking, right? Like, is that how the changelings mm -hmm. are? It's not like they don't have features. It's just like you can't quite pinpoint their can't, features. Can't quite pinpoint. I believe it was a month ago. Okay. Yeah, and then you spent like five days here. Uh, well played, Angir. Well, I don't like to brag, but I'm kind of the best. Oh, that's Cookie. Cookie's the best. <gasps> Cookie! Have you ever arm wrestled? Oh, all the time. I used to be a champion. I think you should rest or arm wrestle, Angir. Arms are like three times my size, but I'll give it a go. You've got the leverage, Cookie. Come I'm pretty on, sure that's how that works. Here. Okay, yeah, you just... Oh, my cookie hands! Oh, boy. Uh, Perhaps you should try dandelion instead. <gasps> Wait a minute, cookie. I just remembered you're left-handed. Oh, you're right. <laughs> my God, it's been so long since I've done this. Let's try the other hand. Hey, you flip... Here, we'll both sit this way. So that way you can use the right one. I'll go left-handed. We'll right, sure. I'm ambidextrously strong. <laughs> It's a natural 20. <laughs> yeah, I think I got like a 14 or 13. Yeah, 13. Yeah, he like slams your arm into the ground. He is uh, in fact Stronger than it looks. <laughs> Whew, it's been a long time since I've done that. I used to be a champion in the uh, the uh, gnomlet, gnomish arm wrestling. Gnome <laughs> the yeah, gnome ones. The gnome, and gnome the, land. The gnome land. <laughs> That's wonderful, Cookie. He said, yeah, yeah, "No, yeah. but I thought of omelet. <laughs> Made of uh, Before I became a chef, uh, that's what I used to do. For money? Uh, just for fun. Oh. Just like when I was at home with my parents. Did you arm wrestle? Full-grown adults. <laughs> As a boy? Mm -hmm. No wonder you're so strong. Yeah, well, when you live to be as old as I am, you just keep getting stronger every day. I'm glad that that's how that works. And then there's supposedly a very rapid decline. In the <laughs> so I'm okay for now. Once I start rapidly declining... Uh, well, because you're, you're so high up, it would clearly be a longer descent. Exactly. Well, that's The higher the mountain, the longer the fall. Exactly. Yeah. My, my whole family's been that way. Uh, it's just really been <laughs> my Extremely healthy, and then over the course of a month, rapid decline into death. Every single person a month? Well, I mean, most of my, uh, most of the, the uh, men in my family, anyway, my father, his father before him, uh, oh. over the, roughly a month, not exactly to the day or anything. Okay. It's not like a curse or something okay. like that. It's just kind of roughly. So it runs in the fan. 28 yeah. to 34 days, that range. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you mean to tell me every person in your family, every man, has died of old age? Yes. Uh, except my grandfather's... Never once have we died by any other My name. grandfather's <laughs> grandfather... Uh, he Shanked by a boar. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he got impaled by a boar, and his father uh, was crushed by a boulder. That yeah. same boar. That same boar. <laughs> the boar pushed the, boar, the boulder. The boar's name was Boulder. <laughs> the boar pushed the boulder. Uh, he, uh, he died in, uh, in the boar wrestling circuit. Circuit. Uh, circuit. <laughs> Uh, there's, there's other back, people back in the territories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No traveling road show. Absolutely. 
I feel it's like this is just gladiator style throw gnomes into pits and it have is. animals beat the shit out of them. It is. Uh, it was really uh, not the best uh, growing up from what I've heard. There was a, a horrible man that ruled the town before uh, he was overthrown and thrown into the pit himself. Who was this uh, man? Uh, his name was uh, uh, Gnome Reagan. <laughs> Reagan? Yes, one word. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have nowhere to write that down where it's uh, and I'm sure it's gonna uh, right there and then, then just, they abolished just, the, just the, no the, Reagan. No Reagan. that's good <laughs> then they abolished the boar pits after uh, uh, no you know, Reagan, he, was he, he met his match yeah yeah swallowed whole by the bolt by the, by, yeah by the biggest boar <laughs> uh, and then they set him all free the pigs or the gnomes? <laughs> the, the, the violent boar. Yes, yeah, the, the trained violent killer boar. Yeah, so that's that's, that's what he's out here hunting. No, that's what he's hunting in the he's, forest. He's, he's getting up. revenge for his ancestors by choking the boar to death. And they realized trees. it was a really bad idea after they killed like six to ten people. Uh, they had the taste of human flesh. Yeah. The roving boar attacks. Uh, Stampede! <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's me. <laughs> Thanks. And Artemis just kind of, oh, all right. Uh, I thought uh, my life was interesting, <laughs> and that's very different. Uh, well, I would love to hear more of your tales of battle, if you have any. Uh, well, I mean, most of the battles have occurred since joining uh, the Jade Serpent. Oh, okay, so skirmishes in defense of the people you're ferrying? Yes, uh, when I was um, younger, uh, uh, this is the wrong file, that's Angus' file. (laughs) They overlap. files on everybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They overlap. Like Batman, he's gotta know how to kill it. (laughs) Um, uh, But, uh, Cookie, you mentioned something about... uh, like, Gnome Reagan? Gnome Reagan. Or <laughs> Pitts? <laughs> I knew him. He was my dad. Uh, no, um, you uh, you mentioned something about, about miners. Uh, yeah, yeah, my grandfather's grandfather was a miner. Uh, but he fought in the boar pits. <laughs> and, then, and they also fought in the boar pits on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. Uh, but, sure. Uh, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you, you got it. Sure. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the boar pits. All right. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, my father too was uh, was a miner. Um, uh, I was as well. Uh, my Once. mother was a farmer. Um, Where did you mine? Uh, in the kingdom of Rock Thoral. Uh, it's the Dragonborn Kingdom. R O K T H O R L. Rock Thoral. Uh, across the Mistlands, beautiful mountain ranges, uh, where I lived. R O K, T H, O R L. Kingdom of the Dragonborn. It's uh, where they all settled. Um, beautiful mountain ranges. Uh, but I was approached about fifteen years ago um, by a group of Drow and elves. Uh, they needed miners with experience in Green Ridge. Um, my parents were getting older in age and I wanted them to be able to retire, so 
Uh, I traveled with them because the promise of money was excellent. Yeah. Uh, that I would be able to help them to retire sooner. Um, when I arrived, I was... Uh, there wasn't really a job. Um, I was forced to work in the mines in Green Ridge um, tirelessly. Uh, mostly in areas where others could not go due to the pressure and heat. Uh, being a dragonborn, I have more resistance to deeper underground. Yes. Um, you said 15 years ago? Yes, roughly. How? It's hard for me to discern from him probably how old he looks, right? Um. With having very minimal experience with Dragonborn? Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, he looks beat up. Yeah, so I mean, I was just genuinely yeah. asked then. 15 years ago would have made you how old, sir? Uh, I was 20 when I left. Twenty. Okay. Uh, Thirty. I had experience as a miner already. Sure. Twenty wouldn't make sense. Okay. Thirty. Um, okay. My parents were getting older, so um, they threatened my family. Uh, they had me dig for ores and gems and searching for... A specific cavern entrance that was rumored to be somewhere within that cave system. Um, and I slipped my guard by squeezing through a small opening. Well, I say small. It was smaller than my um, giant guard, but not smaller than me. Um, All right. And I found a tunnel that was winding through the mountain. Uh deeper and then found a set of crags that led up to the surface and I climbed I ran south um, I hitched a ride on a caravan uh, a wealthy banker needed security uh, for his ride across the mistlands so I took a job he was heading to one of the two tiefling kingdoms uh, I was told not to ask questions but um, the banker lets slip in a conversation with one of the other compatriots in the caravan that the money that he was transferring was to be given to the tieflings for some sort of asset of war. Uh, the tiefling kingdoms craft spells yes. um, and, and magics. Um, and on our way there, fortunately, we were robbed by the Jade Serpent. Um, and rather than defending the banker, I told... Evelyn's men, um, my story, that my family needed help and what the banker was here to do. I offered my surrender if they would allow me to take a horse and enough money to move my parents somewhere safe. Uh, so we took the money, the caravan, and left the banker stripped in the mistlands um, to meet likely an unfortunate end. Uh, and that's when I met Evelyn. Um, and they explained that they could absolutely help my family. And I have been helping her and been her right hand since that day. And I would die for her. Very chaotic friendship. Well, at least at the start. But a very honorable thing to say about her. Yes. Uh, she is a... Wonderful woman. She has helped a great many people, and I imagine will do so until her dying day. 
You once spoke to me saying that we shared some kinship. I, I didn't realize it was so close. Yes, I did not wish to speak of my past quite so soon with you having just escaped yours. I figured the discussion might be too much for you at the time. Well, I was told by someone that you can keep running or you could face it head on, which is exactly what I plan on doing. That's good. It's going to be an awful day for anyone who stands in my way down there. Yes. You From said... The... Go ahead. No, go ahead. You said there was a banker yes. going to a tiefling kingdom. And the tieflings craft spells? Yes, they... Um, the two tiefling kingdoms have been at war for as long as anyone can remember. There is an area between the two kingdoms that no one really goes. Um, they simply craft magics, they craft spells, they attempt to alter what normal magic does to amplify its effect, and they hurl it at the other's army. Uh, and, uh, what, what kingdoms are they? Uh... Give you my map. Hold on. Yeah. You just want this one? Yeah, I'll give it back just, to you. Yeah. <clears throat> is Greenridge where Benjamin's family? Yeah. Yes, it is. The Chiron Dynasty and the Amnon Empire, which is 19, and then the one that is labeled. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. The Chiron Dynasty was the Tiefling Kingdom. The Amnon Empire split off uh, thousands of years ago, and they've been at war ever since. really to no end. No one really knows why. Do they even know why? Anymore, probably not. I think they just are perpetually at war. Honestly, for them, I think it's good for business. It allows them to continue to innovate on magics. Mostly magics of war. But warlords pay top dollar for things like that. Right. Spells that are stored in items, increased potency, alterations on spells. I wouldn't be surprised if our friends over in the Black Flower's cabin haven't spoken with any of these warlords. I imagine they have. Or at the very least have purchased something from them. There were all kinds of strange magics used on me. And, uh, I guess you could say what I have is what could be considered a curse. Having someone like Ophelia to move the curse onto the next person and then amplify it could be a bad time. Yes. 
Do you think that they took her intentionally for that purpose? Or perhaps don't know yet what she can do? I'm not sure. Um, she may have been targeted for that nature. She may have been targeted for her royal heritage. Um, but the Black Flowers control much of this kingdom from the shadows. I'm not sure what good a former figurehead would do. Uh, especially with... I mean, they can afford to pay for changelings. They can just replace people. I don't know why they would need her. If she was taken with your two friends, perhaps. She just got caught up with someone they intended to grab? Well, she had been targeted prior by someone in the Elvish Kingdom, which is why she got in contact with us in order to be relocated. I'm not sure if that was intentional or not. She may have just been caught on the crossfire, but once they discover what she is capable of, which they will, and I imagine by now they have, it will be no good for her. They don't like to waste time with that sort of thing. No. And I worry for my brothers. They're not magic users. I'm worried that they will simply be fodder for spells and tests. Or simply killed before even arriving. But I have to hope. I can't leave them there. And the thought of them having Ophelia. If whatever they were trying to do with you, if they could transfer that to her. Kill you. And then transfer that curse to someone that has already cursed possibly afflicted with a similar thing I don't know what would happen or the ability for them to wield cursed objects and then have the curse removed from them they would be able to wield incredibly powerful artifacts without the repercussions that is dangerous only in the wrong hands yes Have they ever shown interest in you? <laughs> They're always on the lookout for oddballs and uh, kind of stick out. It's the scars, I think. Yes. <laughs> There's not many dragonborns this side of the Mistlands, but um, thankfully I've not been caught in the crossfire yet. Most of us reside on the other side. They are not really eager to return to these kingdoms. Too many bad memories from the days of old. Do you know where you come from? Me, personally, or Dragonborn? Uh, Dragonborn, your type. I've heard stories um, thousands of years ago uh, someone needed an army that they could control originally attempting to just tame dragons and have dragon riders there were others elves that had already either bartered with the dragons or figured out how to tame them themselves and uh, the human kingdom wanted something similar and uh, experimented resulting in uh, well, my kind. 
And at the end, uh, they were attempted to be eradicated. Their existence was no longer needed, and they were considered a plague on the success of the human kingdom, of how it came to be. But they were set free, and they fled. So, most of them not eager to return here, despite not all of us knowing, but we've heard the stories. Even with thousands of your difference, it still stings to walk here. Which human kingdom was this? Well, at the time, there was only one human kingdom. They only split later during the war. But the kingdom that, at the time, had created us... uh, would have been the kingdom that became our uh, Fjordane. But again, they were one and the same at the time. They only split over what to do with us. Makes mm. sense why you picked up and moved all the way to Rockthor. Yes. No king wants to be tied to something like that when peace has been made. This is thousands of years past. The families that controlled the kingdoms are not even the same anymore. Well. It's time for us to write our own history, I guess? Yes. Yes, indeed. I guess it's up to you to decide what's in the next chapter. My hope is that we will successfully rescue anyone that we can from that place. I don't know. Can you still swing a sword? You look pretty old. I'm not that old, Angir. You've been wasting away in this shack. Serving pint after pint. You're one strong, probably strong, good arm, but the other, not so much anymore. It has been a bit since I have faced real combat, but I still go out and save people. I think I can still fight. Enough to save my brethren anyway. We shall see. Especially if you're standing shoulder with me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I would say that I look forward to fighting alongside you all, but it is incredibly dangerous. Knowing the things that lie ahead for us, we may jest and make joke and make light now but it is very possible we could be walking into just a death pit we have done enough reconnaissance to know that several of the members within the Black Flower Militia are leaving the kingdom in a few days time heading north That's our window. It's the only time where they will not be at their full capacity, but even with that, the possibility of death, I will be up front with you all. It is not off the table. 
We will send what resources we can. We will fight. Not only for the people that are there, for, but for the people that have not made it. And for Endgear. The black flowers must be removed. You said you were able to do reconnaissance. Yes. Have you heard of something referred to in what information you've been able to gather called the reflection? Um. We've heard speakings through the few people that we've been able to get inside the Black Flower stronghold through low-level jobs. Um, it has been mentioned. The only thing that I am aware of is that there is some sort of protector that is guarding whatever they are trying to obtain. Some barrier that they are unable to get past. Not a magical barrier, mind you, a, a physical guardian of sorts. And what is beyond this guardian that they're trying to obtain? I'm not sure. But something very valuable. I imagine that their resources that they pool here in order to create magical warriors, seemingly by what they are experimenting with Engear is they are trying to amass some sort of an army to go somewhere through something. Beyond the canopy. Yes. I don't know what that means, but I don't think it's here. Whatever they're doing with this area, I suspect they're getting close to having what they need. We found a missive with our last encounter uh, with a black flower operative that seemed to indicate as much forward momentum on some sort of project. Increase in familial power. I said pass him the... Sure. Yeah, the translated version of mm -hmm. this. Yeah, and I would have translated it Yeah. to show it to Marcus. That is troubling. I do wonder if part of what's being discussed in that letter was you, Engir. This letter is new enough that the timeline would line up. This letter... From olden days, lady? No, this one is from... Uh, uh, lady Arryn Blackflower. To John Dar. Did you share this one with us before? Okay. Yep. It's just now written out. Oh, okay.
if the Black Flowers are attempting to amass some sort of magical army. This is not only a rescue mission for the three people that were sent in. We have to kill them. I don't think it's enough to just take the rest of the people that were trapped there out. If we don't remove them from this city, I don't see... It will only delay them, it won't stop them. Well, yes, I don't think that there's really much hope and prospect for redemption for any of these black flowers. None that I know. Mm-hmm. Not based on all that we know about them and all that they have clearly done to affect a large number of your group. Inadvertently or not. Yes. All the ones that we've heard of have been really bad people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As Artemis said, this is incredibly dangerous. It is asking an incredible amount of you to journey inside and fight. If it is beyond your means or you do not wish to, we do not hold it against you in the slightest. You don't need to ask. I have to. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Wait, why? I mean, they might know something about the, the mirror. mirror. Yes. Very good. Any questions that you may have for the people inside of this place, you better ask them quickly. I can't guarantee they'll stay breathing for very long. They clearly write a lot of letters. So even even if they can't say anything, there might still be information. Mm-hmm. They write a lot of stuff down. Well, I mean, they have contacts in various cities and kingdoms, and they cross the Mistlands, it seems like, frequently. I have to keep in touch somehow. They are pervasive, I not sure you'll be able to completely root them out from a singular location. No, but at the very least it seems like we should be able to anticipate handling Lady R and Blackflower here. Mm. And then whether or not she has any other associates in the area, we'll see when we get into the compound. You know, Gorm was not there quite often. Only came through every once in a while. But he is currently... Two black flowers. And then Fiverral. Once in a while, I only ever saw him. Three black flowers. Him we are unsure of if he is here. He only came through every so often, so who knows, he could be traveling. Certainly. Generally more elusive. Yes. Uh, The one we should definitely keep our eyes open for is their head of security, Vol. I tried tracking him to keep tabs, but uh, the bastard used it against me. That is how they found us. Good if you said, did I know that particular person? 
Uh, let me go back through our conversation and double check. I believe. I think so. I think I remember that, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would say that you would have known him. He obviously at the time was not the head of the right. Black Flower Guard. But has, what has been around. Yes. Yeah, you would have, have seen him uh, obviously less frequently than John Dar, but you would know that he was a part of the militia at the time. And do I know if he is a changeling or not? Uh, he is, yes. He is. Yes. He's a quite ruthless death fighter from what I've seen. And, uh, Lady Aaron is a uh, well, she's no bed of roses either. Extremely adept with her magics. Magic? Alright. And quite possibly even more with... What do you call it? Dark magic? Profane magics. Things that desecrate or corrupt the living. Oh, so like filthy magics. I've been saying this the entire time. Uh, yes, very much like the John Darman uh, that we <laughs> you hit with that club. Yes. We have some magics of our own. You do? Mm-hmm. I do? Mm-hmm. Mr. Pigeon does? He definitely does. M- Mr. Pigeon? The clown. Scouting in the woods? Yes. Scout right. clown. Scout clown. He's looking for the trap door that we had discussed previously and... Uh, Seeing if we could find any additional way into the compound itself. Understood. He's definitely got magic. Yes. Right? The Dwarven Brothers. Yes. Fighters? Fighters. Alright. Non-magic. Well, that's fine. But incredibly scrappy and resilient. Good. We'll definitely need all the help that we can get. In your reconnaissances of recent, have you seen any droids being pushed into building for use? Uh, not that we've had report of, but our last, last we've heard from was about a week ago. It's obviously hard to get messages in and out. Yes. Um. Only asking because, uh... Well, during my time down there, they had a few that they would send in for further experimentations. Might be something to consider being a danger. Yes. It's the last thing you want to find in a narrow corridor or a bear. Yes. Or someone who could turn into one. Yes. But what if we became friends with a bear? Yes. The only thing that we'd heard regarding druids specifically is um, they spoke about at one of their dinners uh, uh, an experiment, a girl that they had forced to change into various animals, similar to a druid, but not quite. Um, Less magical, more half magic, half physical um sort of an amalgamation of sorts alright 
She was created. Alright. We'll be uh, on the lookout for her as well then. This Ophelia. Yes. Does she have any ties to the Fae? Uh, I don't believe so. Uh, she is an Alsamar, so Celestial. Uh, I'm not sure if she has Fae ties. I don't think so. Um, not that we've heard. Uh, we only got minor details back from the brothers, but... Um, Not as far as we're aware. Ace, Asimir? As Asimar. Asimar. What does that word mean? Uh, it's kind of like uh, like what you would call an angel. Uh, it's like a, a humanoid with um, large wings, but not bird wings. You pitching her a parakeet? <laughs> <laughs> Like shimmer? Um, not not quite. Like um, dragon wings? No, uh, feathery. Feathery, not bird. Uh, you lose me. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. It is it is incredibly confusing. They're not common, uh, or at least not commonly known. Um, but they do exist. Uh, okay. Do we believe him? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she seems like she's talented. She's been forefront with you so far. No reason not to. Yeah. Looking for some strange birds. We believe in birds. Are there birds in this world, though? Have we encountered <laughs> any birds? birds? Birds, have we birds are real <laughs> in this world. Oh, the one guy at the beginning had a had a hawk. Mm -hmm. You're right. Mm -hmm. And the hawk operated an elevator. <laughs> a hawk elevator. <laughs> The one feature that you'll need to look out for to recognize, well, that we'll need to look out for to recognize this um, other girl that they spoke of is her long mint green colored hair. The one that can turn into a bear? Uh, I don't think it was a bear specifically. Uh, I think she can become a bear, uh, but there are other animals as well. It's probably a good thing the young master isn't here. He was not fond of bears. No, he never is. He didn't like the owl bear either. Part bear. Like all things bear. My bear chest. You never seem to be much of a fan. <laughs> you know, actually, I think he liked that. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> I'll have to put that in my diary. <laughs> but um, when they discussed it, supposedly her hair was a point of uh, attempting to disguise it on the next attempt. Indicating that it was not a result of, uh, like, a, a magical dye or something of that nature. It was a, a, an effect that they did not intend. Interesting. Possibly due to the druidic magics that presumably created her. Mm -hmm. but, Similar to someone having glowing blue eyes, perhaps? Yes, perhaps. If they have progressed any further and made more like me or similar we should be very wary because if they do in fact have people down there fighting for them 
in similar condition to me. It could be a bit more of a fight than I anticipate. I don't imagine that any of the people that are there in the same fashion that you were would be eager to fight. Persuasion is a hell of a creature, though. Yes. Maybe you we keep, can do the persuasion. You could try. You keep someone locked up in basement for long enough, they'll start recognizing who feeds them. We have Cookie. He's good at feeding us. Cookie could feed the bear lady. Mm-hmm. Do you have any cookies for bears? Uh, not in particular. I could make some, like, peanut butter honey ones or something to send with you guys, probably. I think bears would like that. You yes. have to smash some nuts, but I'll make it happen. <laughs> I trust Just really, you know, hand-pounded <laughs> hand is the best way. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> what do his hands look like? Covered in peanuts. Just bloody knuckles. Just calloused. Just peanuts embedded into his flesh. <laughs> he's now the peanut he, man. He, yeah, he, he's got fairly, like, calloused hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let me put on my safety glasses. Everything else immaculately oiled. Yeah, skin. <laughs> oiled. Oiled. Mm. <laughs> he glistens in the moonlight. He glistens in the moonlight, yeah. To attract the boars. I... I hate to ask this, as I would very much like to see Lady Aaron Blackflower into a similar position as Jonda, but I think perhaps it would be wise of me to sit this one out. I think that... I think that Belle could use someone to look after her longer term and such a dangerous mission I think perhaps we should find somewhere to settle away from the danger for a time do you think you can handle this I've got dandelion. When could we ever fail? Another illusion. (laughs) Silent image. It's a bear. Arm wrestling. Uh, Oh, yeah. You've got a chance. Sixteen. See, she's learning. How could we ever lose? In gears turn. While Dandelion is facing away from me, I'm going to cast Command on my gear. I was just going to throw it, but... Yeah. Here's, here's the thing. Dandelion grabs Engear's hand oh, and becomes oh, this oh, big... That's yeah, you become really tiny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a nine on performance. Dear God. It's very clear that I'm just... Well... You're just pushing with both hands against his palm. Just, <laughs> I'm basically just sitting on his hand yeah. at this point. Nine on performance. What, what, I, what would I roll? 
Insight. Insight. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Why did, Why did you do that? It went to 14 and he said no, but it was like, oh yeah, you're right, John. <laughs> I rolled to a four. Yep. Yeah, so you like push and sit on Andrew's hand and it's it just... It's an eight, so you got it, what, a nine? Nine. Yeah. See? She's learning. You're in good hands. As is she. Quite literally. Mm-hmm. Stop touching me. I think a child that is forced to grow up around violence will only ever know violence. That is more accurate than you can imagine. I don't suppose there is much left of Goldview, but not all the homes were burnt, and no one would think to look in a village that doesn't exist anymore. And there are very beautiful views there still. In the forests, in what was left of the wheat fields, the peaceful mountains that overlook the water. Perhaps it's quite the decision. Um, I think maybe it would be best if, as you're going to hunt out the route of this particular problem, it might be best if you don't know where we settle. Yeah. I want to see the mountains before we find home. Think we can do that? Did you tell her of the ice cream mountains? Why would you do this to me? <laughs> <laughs> I twitch a what? little bit. Bill. What have you done? <laughs> I want the ice cream mountains. There's a palace up in the mountains. Far north. They make ice cream there. I don't know what ice cream is. Oh, thank God. <laughs> it is the greatest do thing <laughs> you could ever experience in your life. It is a delectable, <laughs> sweet, cold treat. I'll silent image and make an ice cream cone. Look at that. Like this. I was... Oh, no, that's magic. This is... This oh. is... I was always promised this as child. Unfortunately, never had a chance to go. I was promised beatings. That's well, why you're that's going usually to get what away. I got instead of ice cream too. So, I want to see the gold in the trees that he said, and then somewhere else. But I want to see it. I think we could do that. You could see it all. You're very young, Bell. You have. Many blissful, peaceful years ahead of you. You could be anyone anywhere. I want to be Belle. I think you're doing that. Good job. Thank you. You're all nice people. Thank you. We do our best. Friends. Always. As much as I would love to stay and see Twig and Mr. Pigeon before we go, I think perhaps it would be best if we did not wait. I will convey 
that to them. Sure, Mr. Pigeon would have much to say. I'm certain. Talk your ear off and you would never get I would get never out of be here. able to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Um Oh, uh I'm gonna dig out the um the storm flower that mm-hmm. I took that we had found in the basement of the Yep. The uh, swamp cabin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Way back when. This should probably be with Twig as she continues her journey. Yeah. If you wouldn't mind. Yeah, we'll make sure she gets it. Don't um, eat that one. Hmm? Don't eat that one? No. No. Yes, don't. not without her permission at least. Yes. I don't think she'll get give you permission to eat that one. Probably not. I also oh, think you have to ask the flowers permission too, because yes. I think last time you ate one, it was screaming for help, right? Yes. It also made you very sick. Yes, it was a very not good time. You ate poisonous flowers. I'm a paladin. I'm immune. <laughs> I was attempting to discern <laughs> what magical properties it might have possessed. Understood. I'm a curious man. While we're, uh, while everyone's talking, I'm going to, uh, sneak one of the, um, stink shrooms to Belle. You should take this. My passive perception is 16. (laughs) You need me to roll, Mm -hmm. uh, would this be sleight of hand? Sleight of hand. 18. Okay, she rolled higher also. Mm-hmm. What do I do with it? If you smush it, it's really stinky. Okay. Only smush it if you want it to be really stinky. I was gonna smush it. I won't smush it. I would save it. Okay, I was gonna smush it right stinky. now. Don't do it right now. Okay. You know, it would probably be good for Twig to have these as well. I'm gonna pass you some <laughs> blinding powder. <laughs> and an acid satchel. All right, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I didn't see <laughs> all these weird goods. They go on the paladin bag. Paladin tools. Yep, <laughs> you got a lot of tools. Um, yeah, I would before seeing them off. I would kneel down to Bell, and I would take off the ring of water walking. And I would, uh, because my assumption is that in most magical items, they yeah. accommodate the size Resize. for the wear. Absolutely. I would hold it over her uh, finger and then quietly slide it on. Should you ever look to very much have a wonderful time, especially with Rin. Well... Take a walk on the water. This ring will let you stay on the surface. We'll also make it very easy should you ever need to try to give any of your new friends wherever you end up a good laugh. You can walk on water, you can take it off, disappear beneath, put it back on, Walk right back up. So I can, like, walk out into a lake and take it off and then grab a fish 
and rock it back up, and then I have a fish. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. This is a good gift. I've never gotten a gift before, other than the cookies the cookie gave me. Is that a gift? Yes. And the stink sh- <laughs> Marcus's <laughs> gift is clearly superior. No, she nobody, she nobody doesn't saw, she doesn't say that, but she she does just like she looks at you mm. because she clearly understands <laughs> that you were trying to be subtle. So she's not going to say it, but she would just and the cookies. Yeah. And these clothes. I guess if I ever find a little girl wearing this ring, I'll at least know it's you. And because I'll look like me. Yes. I might not initially. Ren's trying to teach me how to be a different people. Yes. That's what I mean. Yes, but for friends, you could be yourself. I'll recognize you even if you're old. It's the lack of shirt. And all the weird drawings. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I know. Probably have more by then. Probably. And you're very small, so I'll recognize you. And your hair's crazy and you have flowers. That's true. And you kind of bounce around when you walk and you're really happy all the time. I hope that I can be as happy as you someday. But this is the happiest that I've ever been with all of you. I'm sure there's plenty more time to also be happy. Especially if you're going on an adventure. Yeah. And you're really scary, but I like you. Thank you. You make me laugh. You're scary too. Like that. Scary is good sometimes. Yeah. I like your bones and your nails. Mm-hmm. And the way that you stare at stuff. Shh. <laughs> Sorry, he uh, he's getting a little bit emotional. <laughs> ah, what the hell? I'll take it out of <laughs> uh, the skull. Mm-hmm. He said he's going to miss you. I'm going to miss him too. Oh. But they're mine. <laughs> Fine. Here, I'll pull one of my nails off and give it to her. He told me that I should give this to you. Thank you. He said that. Now I can poke things. Mm-hmm. If you ever get in the jam, it's nice to have something pointy. Thank you. You are all wonderful friends. As are you, Bill. I'm going to miss you. As will we. But we'll find you again someday. In a much more peaceful world. Yeah. She walks over and just like pats Shimmer on the head. Mm-hmm. Just. Officer. Yeah. His usual. Mm-hmm. I 
I think that goes for you too. Yes. It'll be nice to put your feet up for once. Different this time, I think, than the last. But nice. Should you ever need for anything, Emmerich will provide. Don't feel obligated to attempt to uh, immediately run to try to find work. Understood. Be careful. Mm -hmm. You too. I would uh, then pull the drift globe. You can't make light like we can. And I don't know where you're going. Very well. This way, whatever person I find in the future who has this, I'll know it's you. Unless I give it to someone else. Well, you could get money for that. <laughs> Certainly. I would at the very least look for it. I'll be close. That's good. It's very good. It's right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, may the All-Father smile on your travels. Thank you. Keep your backs to the cold. I hope you find what you're looking for. And that's what I fear, is I just might. Dandelion? I'm just gonna run over to Ren and just... It's the <laughs> handshake of leaving. <laughs> I'm going to lean down and whisper <laughs> in Dandelion's ear. Marcus was lying about the handshakes. Keep playing, though. I think he enjoys it. <laughs> Did I ever figure out? Is this, this is brand new information. <laughs> Do you feel Dandelion just like... Marcus has never lied to you. As far as you're aware. I know that's not true, because he lied to me about about Marcus. I quote Marcus in some of his lies. Disagree. <laughs> Keep an eye out for secret compartments. Make sure Marcus doesn't hand himself over to the law again. I yelled at him last time. You might have to yell at him again. I think he needs you. I won't let him out of my sight. Perfect. I'm going to leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> I would genuinely leave the room. Okay. Not because of that. I was doing He's on his way out I was of the room. Literally, I was in my head. I'm going to go outside. I have my fine steed. 
mm, sure, going sure, to sure. offer them a horse for the first mile because I can sure. telepathically call it back. Sure. So like genuine, I was going to go outside and ready my horse. Sure. I'll never let him out of my sight. Where's Marcus? <laughs> You're losing him. God, yeah, so God, so when they leave, I'll have them leave so that way you're up there when yeah. they leave and then yes yeah that works mm-hmm. that's perfect that's nice that's lovely mm-hmm. I, I think he's escaping oh <laughs> he'll be alright Dandelion there are people upstairs that will watch out for him ouch <laughs> <laughs> a ladder no The opposite of a cow can't go up yep. <laughs> Maybe not always in your sight, but okay, I'll keep an eye on him. Yes. What? Watch out for holes in the ocean. They're real. That's. They're real. I've seen them. Good advice. I've heard about them. I've not. I haven't seen them, but I've I've seen pictures of them, and they're out there. Um. Maybe don't go in the ocean. That's <laughs> ever probably smart. I think that I will avoid the uh, You I, should avoid the ocean as well. I usually do. Usu- usually? Well, we had to go we had to go on on we were on the boat the one time. It's true enough. That was we had to do that. And if I need to find the mirror and I need to go in the ocean then I'll have to do that as well. Just watch out for the holes. I'll, I yes. Unless, of course, the mirror is in one of the holes, in which case... That's a whole... That's, that's a whole that's, other... Oh. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yes, well... I don't know anything about this world. Except for what I've seen. You're learning. But... Be careful. You as well. Keep an eye on Mr. Pigeon and Twig. They're really slippery. I don't know if I can watch them. Yes, well, not as much as Marcus, but like, you know. Sometimes they just disappear. It's always covered in oil. (laughs) Still the fish oil for the fish barrels. (laughs) I think they could use a protector as well. I'll do my best. I believe in you. You too. You're going to find that mirror. You have to, or Ron will be in trouble. That's true. And then maybe one day you can visit my home with everyone. I would like that. Maybe the young master will still be there. He might. Ooh. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Woof. Oh, oh. oh he's trapped. <laughs> it's really nice there, though, so he's fine. If you see him again, make sure he gets his. his YM throne. He left it behind. Have we just been carrying that around? We have. <laughs> you, have a, you have a bag of holding from Does Ren. it fit in there? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <It's classic. laughs> Absolutely. Oh, D. 
<laughs> Most things know that, yes. He's <laughs> going... Most things! The banana! No. <laughs> the full litter! Yes. Okay. He's going to be needing the YM throne. I'm sure of it. Dudley was a great craftsman. Mm. It's incredibly collapsible. It's like a Dud- camping chair. Dud- it's Dudley's camping chair. incredibly collapsible YM throne. Yes, precisely. Young money. Young money, yeah. We should be leaving, I think. And yeah, it's been a pleasure. Maybe don't break windows every time you enter a church. I make no promises. Understood. These are new churches, not my churches. There's a reason my churches don't have windows. <laughs> Shoulder tackle the windows in your churches. Oh God, no! It's because they're outside. <laughs> see, I see. That was a joke. But uh, you take care. And uh, good luck finding out. Who's truly in there? Good luck finding Vol. I'll give him a good one for you. Yes. Try to remember that there are more things worth living for than that. Even when it doesn't seem that way. Can you keep secret? And I'll like kind of have an aside with you. Once this is all taken care of and done, I truly wish to do as you are and have quiet. I really want to make furniture. Chairs. Chairs? Like a thrones? No, no common man chairs. I think... Marcus has some practice in that field of study. He has chairs in the field? I've seen him do work on chairs in the past. <laughs> Chair work. Hey. <laughs> just, just my leg up on the back of a chair. Just. <laughs> <laughs> really works the chair. There's no way I can get my in foot the as high as the bar. I would. I will kick something that hurt myself. <laughs> right into the shelf. That, that's what will take out the shelf finally. Yes, finally. <laughs> it's me strip teasing behind the bar. <laughs> that's the premium content. Yeah, that's the premium content. <laughs> to the Patreon. <laughs> to the Patreon with <laughs> you. It doesn't have to be people in it because I closed it. <laughs> Intentionally. <laughs> We're here. We're doing it. Mm-hmm. I think you would be good at that. I I long for simple tasks. Something that doesn't hang my life and my ancestors above my head all day, every day. Hold on to that. I will. Fine. (laughs) But not before I uh, 
ruin some people that ruined me first. Nails through the skulls of every mage you find. Except for the... Don't do that to the young master. Yes, only the... uh, Bad magics. Profane, I think, is what Marcus was saying. Provocative, yes. Yes, the provocative. <laughs> yeah, the chair about, magic. Something Mark. about working a chair. Marcus is a master of provocative <laughs> The school of magic is pole. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what he's doing without the shirt. <laughs> yes, these profane magics. Just instead of magic, Mike, it's magic markets. Ma- magic mark. <laughs> magic mark. M A R C. Marky Mark. <laughs> Does that make the rest of them the funky bunch? Yes. <laughs> He's got some good vibrations about it, mm-hmm. so it's good. <laughs> you can trust them. And uh, next time, if I ever have to find you, I will come out and just say hi first. Yes, don't. Especially not if I'm in a home. Don't. Oh, no, not through the window. No, I mean, uh, I won't uh, follow your whereabouts. Stalk for... me for months and then show that up. That sounds so in bad. In the midst of conversation. <laughs> It sounds really bad when you say it. I was, like after, <laughs> I was looking after. I was looking after. Totally normal practice. Yeah, you get it worked out. Yes, it did. But that simplicity, we will find it. Yes, I'm sure you will someday. Hopefully, yeah. soon. Yes, and uh, if you are going to mountains to take Bell to see the heights, be careful if you find yourself in the northern mountains. There is Ice Cream Kingdom there, but there is also many awful, horrible things. Be careful then. And, well, I guess... Until next time. Yes. I'm gonna take my leave from this room. Yeah. Uh, Bell is gonna run up to the two of you, hug you both. Thank you. Be safe. You too. And take care of Ren. Okay. Bye. And then turn and follow Ren out. Uh, so I will have the two of you depart. We're departing. Thank you. Are we able to escape this basement without the assistance of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because they hadn't reset everything because mm-hmm. we're down there actively. Basement uh, within a basement within yeah. a basement. So you make your way up and then up again, out the doors, and you see your good friend Marcus. Yeah, I would have just uh, stopped uh, inside 
uh, I forget the name of the person that they had managing the bar uh, because they went down with us. Mm -hmm. I would have just tried to get additional rations and things like that for them for the journey because I do not know how far away they go. Sure. Uh, packed them into a few uh, you know, additional like pouches and sacks and whatnot and made sure that I strapped all the provisions to my horse and I would just be standing outside waiting, just kind of looking up at the night sky. You can make at least the first mile of the journey easier. Thank you. Of course. Just, uh, obviously make sure that the bags are strapped to you, because when it gets far enough away, it will come back to me, <laughs> naturally. Yes. Little expediency never hurt anything. Yes. Figured it also makes it a bit easier on a young girl's legs. Yes. I promised you when we first met that I would make it worth it that you didn't kill me. I hope that I have. You have? Thank you. Take care of yourself. You as well. No more submitting to corrupt politicians for the sake of the others particularly Dandelion yes I know think she would follow you to the end and I must make sure that whatever end it is is peaceful and beautiful for her sake and now for Belle yes should you ever need us sure I'll be able to find you at least what can I say I try to make myself as uh, easy on the eyes as I can known <laughs> yeah till next time till next time yeah, I would assist little bell and I don't know whether or not uh, Ren is the most proficient with horseback but I would assist bell up behind Ren. Yeah. Make sure that the uh, rope and stuff has all of their additional provisions, like, actually attached to them. To them, yeah. Yeah, because again, like... Don't no, no yeah. yeah, like, <laughs> again, the point is, like, here you go, like, go off with these things, farewell. Um, yeah, and then I would slap my horse on the back side and watch them off into the night. Yeah, as you help her onto the horse, she flips around and hugs you around the neck. While she is hugging me, I would attempt to whisper something into her ear. Sure. I am a 14 for sneaky talking. <laughs> Passive perception is 16. Okay. Would you like me to roll? <laughs> yeah. Let's see what the dice have to say. This one. It's a 15 on the die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, you, you catch wind. For 21. <laughs> yeah, you, you catch wind of what's being said. Yeah. I would say, make sure you hold on very tightly. Thank you. You're a really good man, Mr. Shaw. Thank you. 
You can just call me Marcus. You're a really good man, Marcus. Thank you, Bella. Thank you for everything. And for being a friend. You as well, Bella. She gives you a little kiss on the forehead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, turns around and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I would hook her back and... Ruffle her little hair. You said it's purple. Uh, yeah, it was, it goes, it was, a like a bright red. Oh, red. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, ruffle her hair. Give her a kiss on the cheek. Pat the horse. Watch them cascade off into the night. And the horse gets about, I don't know, ten feet away. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna hold up the drift club, and I'm gonna say, fair trade, just in case you keep trying to get yourself hit. I'm going to flick something in your direction. Sure, I have to catch whatever it is. It's flicked sure. in my direction. I'll say you, you do. Sure. You have a ring of evasion. Marcus looks at <laughs> with a great sense <laughs> of power that has now entered into his grasp. Paladin. And the thought that was in his head to warn Bell. The thought to dismiss the horse actively to have them both plummet to the ground passes as he places the ring of power onto his finger. One ring, Marcus. I'll never forget them. Very good. Dismiss the horse. 100% I really would because I'm a Chad. And because I know you fuck with people all the time. I feel like I would land on my feet knowing. Yep, exactly. From me me telling Bell, hold on tight, I love the thought of them genuinely falling to their feet and me hearing like, because I don't want it to be like too right, far like yeah, I am yeah. Grinchly listening <laughs> like hearing them on their feet and it's just like damn it <laughs> <laughs> fucking rogues <laughs> and walk in the tavern again <laughs> that's very good yeah you, you do you land on your feet and you just steady smile what a chat. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's a very good way for those two characters to part, I think. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Less words, more trolling. I yep. think that's the... But still the, the, the... If I could have done it to Young Master, I oh, would have. Oh, sure. If he did... He got lucky. Yes. Yeah. If in he didn't room. explode all over uh-huh. his room. Yeah. No, absolutely. And still the, the nice exchange of the items at the end. Yeah. Very mm-hmm. good. All right, call him back in. Uh, well, I have to. I'll do his thing separately. Oh, goodbye, uh, and then, then I will call everyone back in at the end. So, the two of you find yourself now walking mm-hmm. north, um, as expected. As expected. Uh, you, on your way, walk for a couple of days, um, my notes open.
on your way north, you kind of camp off the road a little bit, just to kind of avoid being directly on the road. You teach Belle how to cook, start to teach her how to hold a mask better. I think I would teach her the uh, the mask of Elia, the uh, face that I used when I first left a life of danger for mm-hmm. a life of peace. Sure. And it, it takes her a few nights, and she finally is able to get, you know, 99% of it safe for the eyes. Every so often there's, you know, one feature swapped or something, but she's able to, to hold a, a, a true mask. And she just kind of, like, looks at her hands and looks at herself. Am I still me? You are. It's a choice. An expression of yourself. But you're still you. In here. And tap her on the forehead. Yeah. If you weren't you, you wouldn't think to ask that question. That's true. I am me. You are? Belle. Yes. Hmm. No one's ever helped me like this before. Yes, I... Uh, You heard the Lady Evelyn speaking about her circumstance from from the same place that I am from I suspect considering where we found you a similar place that you came from a kingdom to the south I don't remember much yes it's for those of us that leave that place the way that you and I did when they tried to do so early it seems earlier with you even than it was for me they waited until I could hold a mask I think um, I think perhaps it would be would be good when we're done sightseeing if we went in that direction perhaps perhaps together we could create some sort of stopgap between those like us that are being taken from that place give them a place to belong that isn't as harsh as Wherever they might have landed. What do you think of that idea? I like that. I want to go there after we see the lions. But not too close. Okay. I think lions are dangerous. Okay. We'll just look at them and see them. The mountains and the 
and the gold fields and the and the forest and stuff, and then we'll go save all those people. Yes. Yes. Okay. That sounds good. And perhaps we can leave behind the prayers for Marcus's people in that place. It was an unfortunate thing that happened there. I would like that. And as you're standing here talking, <clears throat> you see a caravan begin to crackle in the view down the road. And it gets closer. And by the lantern light, surprisingly, you see a familiar face. The face of Erlen, the man that ferried you across the Mistlands when you escaped. And the two of you standing by the edge of this forest on the edge of the road, you see a flicker of recognition go across his face when he sees Bell. And he quickly halts the caravan and looks over, uh, kind of adjusts his glasses. Uh, apologies, um, I don't know how this can be possible, but... And he points at Bell. You look incredibly familiar, strikingly so. Um, about how far away is he? Uh, about 15 feet. Um, I would, um, that's when I realize that he's, when I recognize his face, mm -hmm. like as he's getting close, um, I, I do, I recognize him before it seems like he is kind of taken aback. Yeah, sure. absolutely. I, I think that I probably would have turned away from him momentarily. Sure. And shifted my features to be similar to the features of Elia. Sure. Um, almost like a older. slightly older version of that person. Sure. Um, it's been a few years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's been like, I think, four years. Sure. Um, and I, I guess I would turn back as he's uh, saying that you seem familiar. Yeah. Uh, Erlen, it's been a while? Yeah, several years. I can't believe I, I never expected to see you again. Yes, well... It's a strange world. Yes. Uh, what are you doing out in the, the woods, camping? Um, we were on our way to Goldview to uh, take in the sights. I oh. heard it was recently destroyed. I was hoping to leave some prayers, some well wishes behind for the people that were once there. Uh, sure, yes. Uh, uh, I am passing through that way. I'd be happy to take you uh, the rest of the way there. and That would be lovely. Continue on my way. This is, um... This is my daughter, Belle. Very nice to meet you, Belle. Uh, 
It's quite a small world, is it not? It is. What brings you out of the Mistlands? Oh, just more deliveries. Um, you know, mail has to uh, get where it's going. Taking a different route, change up the scenery. I don't suppose you're heading south anytime soon? Uh, yes, I'm heading north, uh, then turning around, coming back south. Do you need a ride south as well? As far as you could take us. We wouldn't mind the company. Absolutely. I'd be happy. Be better than walking. Our <laughs> horse. Yes. Ran off. Ah. Uh, Quite a chad, that one. I understand the type. I'm terribly sorry, but uh, it can't be tamed, those chads. No. No, they really can't be. Mm. Wonderful friends, though. Yes. Shirtless as ever. <laughs> uh, well, uh, hop aboard and uh, we'll get going. I've got uh, some stew in the back. You feel free to help yourself to it, please. All right. If there's anything that we can do to repay the kindness, just say the word. That's no bother. Uh, I suppose you could sort some of the mail. Uh, there's a big sack in the back. I would hope if you sorted it into the two different boxes back there, that would be a great help to me. We can do that. Thank you. Uh, they're marked uh, north or south. Perfect. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Of course. I'd help Belle up into mm -hmm. the carriage. Yeah. The two of you sit and travel the few days' time back north, conversing with, uh, with Erlen and... Um, Sorting the mail, reminiscing of the short time that you did spend together uh, the first time around and kind of telling Belle about the Mistlands uh, that you crossed. And you arrive in Goldview and Erlen tells you that he'll be back in a day's time, that he has to continue north uh, and he'll pass back this way in a day's time. I tell him to bring ice cream if he's coming back mm. past Southport. Of course, I can manage that. Good. I was really hoping we wouldn't have to go to the mountains. Yes, no, I can absolutely bring that back. Uh, in a day, and... That's off. And... The two of you spend the remainder of... That, uh... Daytime... Walking amongst the... Waterfalls that Marcus described and seeing the beautiful cascading forests that kind of ripple down the side of this hill and despite the burnt grain fields you can see small sprouts of golden wheat poking up through the soil once again and as you kind of circle through this space and watch the lions from safety in the trees and make your way back up the hill you see above you kind of coming into view almost uh, like a sunrise as you walk up this hill this tree this grand blackened cracked tree rising up in front of you the tree that Marcus described and you see small little buds starting to peek through 
this cracked charred wood and you can see that small blue flowers have bloomed and they almost look like the the sky like a cloudless mm. sky uh, like a daytime blue these flowers as they poke through and they're rather beautiful and you make your way to the base of this tree and you large tree very large yeah you see it talked about there being like a a statue that was near it or on it or part of right this is that yes space. yeah there is a there is like um how some trees have the like circles in the center mm-hmm. there is a spot where it yeah, looks like, a like something yeah a hollow where it looks like something might have been um and you can see that there are two grave markings at the base of this tree names uh stones i'm not sure if marcus would have written the names on druidic symbols uh yes more likely i would say druidic symbols yeah do i recognize them from the little bit he was able to teach me in our time together um yes uh I would say that the one on the right would be the Druidic symbol symbol uh, for um, wood and hammer and justice, and the one on the right would be a small carving of a beautiful flower and the Druidic symbol for wish. I think perhaps that this is where Marcus left his parents to rest after the town was destroyed. That's very sad. Yes, he puts up a good front. But he had much taken from him. As you did, as as I did as well. I think that these are the people we should leave our prayers with in this place. What do we say? Whatever feels right, if anything feels right. And if nothing feels right, I think just the intent to to leave behind your desire for another to To wish for them whatever it is you might 
I think that this world... This world often tries to take much from us. And... It's hard to describe, but... Sometimes just knowing that someone else wants for it to be different is enough to keep us going. She's going to kneel down in front of the two uh, graves. I hope they bloom into beautiful flowers. Because if they're as good as Marcus is, even if they're gone, I think they can still make something pretty. I think they already have. She looks up at the tree. I think that's them. I think you're right. I hope when his journey is done that he... If he wants to, that he finds a way to make this place home again. He talks about it with such fondness. I hope that he... is able to raise his own family here. Perhaps see it in a better political position than it was. I hope so. I hope he is able to return his... his God's statue to this place. To watch over his parents. He deserves that much. I think so. They're all good people. They are. Even the scary ones. Yes, even the scary ones. I'm glad we came here. Before we go. Yes. It is good to remember those that are not in exactly the same position that we are. I would, uh, I guess I would kneel and I would start kind of trying to teach her these symbols that are left on these, uh, semblance of gravestones, mm -hmm. um, the little bit that Marcus taught me. Sure. Absolutely. And I think you, you teach her at least those couple words, uh, that you recognize. The two of you, after doing this walk over to one of the houses that seems to be in okay condition, and you sleep, kind of looking up through the couple holes in the ceiling of the stars above, and you rest. You feel safe here. Um, it's... Not the first restful night that you've had in a while, but it's the one that you feel the most at peace. And you fall asleep and wait until the morning comes. 
and it does as it has every day. But you look outside as you awaken by the sun and you see this field with the little bits of gold popping up through the ground, the burnt charred ground. And it looks as if the field itself is glistening with daylight. As these small little buds ripple back and forth in the wind. And you see at the base of the hill Erlen's caravan parked waiting for you to return. Yeah, I would um, get Belle up and um, guide her over to the caravan. Mm-hmm. And Erlen uh, turns to you and flips open a little container. Uh, I got a bunch of flavors. I didn't know what you would want. Just an, an assortment. Well, ice cream that we don't have to go into the dangerous mountains for. Okay. And she just reaches in and just, like, grabs it with her hand. Mm-hmm. Just... <laughs> yeah. It's really cold. It is. My brain hurts. It will do that. But it does taste good, yes? Mm-hmm. It is the most wonderful treat. I've never had anything like it. Thank you, Mr. Erlen. You're quite welcome, dear. She just... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's cold. Yes. Don't eat it all in one sitting. But it's good. It is good, but I think if you ate it all in one sitting, you would regret it. Okay. She puts it back. Mm-hmm. Handprint and all. Yeah. <laughs> so, southwards then? Yes, uh, southwards. I uh, can take you as far as the... Uh, heading down into the Halfling Kingdom. Uh... Well, it's as south as it goes. All right. Uh, you're free to get off wherever you'd like. I think most of the way. All right. Absolutely. Uh, well, let's be off. Whips the reins and you cascade into the day, traveling through more beautiful landscape that you had not overlooked on your way south with your friends, but kind of had more of an opportunity to observe now um, and point out things to Belle along the way um, takes like a week and a half for you to get down into the Halfling Kingdom uh, as you skirt along the edge of Arbor through the forest and down into the curved Halfling Kingdom that extends out into the sea and you catch the first whiff of uh sea air that sounds familiar the the sea air in the north was a little bit different uh as you guys crossed into southport on your ship um it gives you a 
almost a wave of not familiarity, not quite familiarity, but uh, like lost memories that kind of scratch the edge mm. of your brain. Are there any holes in the sea? Not that you can see, no. Okay, good, uh, no, no sea holes. Uh, and you get to the small town of uh, Flowerton at the edge of the Halfling Kingdom. Uh, well, this is as far as the land goes. Um, I've got to drop off my letters and then turn and head back the other way. So I appreciate your willingness to have us along. Of course. I'm certain there's nothing more we can do for you. Nothing at all. Your company and conversation was more than enough, and you helped sorting the mail. Belle, you did a great job. Thank you. I'm a mail person. That's right, and you could be someday if that's what you'd like to do. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Erlen. She gives him a hug and steps back. This was nice. It was. I think we're getting close. We just need to find our way across. I'm turning and look out. Can I see land beyond the water? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you can see that in the distance there is like a shipyard. If you're looking for a passage across, there are plenty of ships uh, down there that you can rent. Uh, do you have coin? Enough, I think. All right. If you need anything, should our paths cross again, just look for the light. Yes, if you bump into a, a small girl, um, wild blonde hair, flowers, very excitable. She'll be traveling with a young man, a chad of a man, a shirtless chad of a man. You'll know the one. All right. Tattoos. Mm. Handsome sure. fellow. But shirtless. Shirtless. Almost certainly shirtless. Should you ever bump into this pair, make sure you offer the young girl a, the handshake of the mailman before they ask for it. They will ask for it. Of course. Just um, offer it. You'll blow her mind. All right. Uh, I'll try to remember. It's been a pleasure. It has been a pleasure. Good luck. It's good luck with the mail. Thank you. Wherever that takes you next. Back north and then back across the Mistlands and doing a big old loop this time, but uh, when I pass back through, I'll, I'll, I'll look for those two. Yes. Thank you for the company. Thank you for the ride. Good luck. He whoosh, flips the reins and crackles across the stones of the street into the distance. Um, and I would uh, head uh, into into town where he was pointing to mm -hmm. try to find somebody that can ferry us across. Yeah, absolutely. You um, you walk down to the docks and you see like a small uh, kind of like rent a boat uh, place, like hire a hire a boat. Yeah, yeah, little little swan boat. Um, you see that there's a there's like a stand, uh, and you see a red haired freckled glasses uh 
guy looks to be about 25 um, standing behind it just kind of perusing through a book and uh, you walk forward under the little canopy that he is standing under hi uh, can I help you today I don't suppose you get many requests to head to the kingdom across the way there uh, not many what business have you got over there just sightseeing with my daughter Ah, and he looks over, and he smirks a little bit. Um, that would make you a changeling then, too, huh? I'm going to look down at her. Yeah, and you can see that her eyes are not changed, and he pulls a cord to his side, and the little, like, curtain flap behind you just folds down. bit more privacy. Um... The two of you escape. She looks too young to be... Or did you live in the center? It's a long story. Um, we've both been gone from there for quite some time. was hoping to get the feel of things. Perhaps do the place a bit of good. I figured if you're looking to go back, you're trying to make a difference. Yes. Um, Sightseeing in the sense of seeing the sights. Yes. Is it still bad down there? It is. Uh, but my group... Um, I think we've got a way to help you with what you're looking to do. It's what we're also doing. Protecting the lost. Yes. Getting as many people out as we can. Smuggle in, smuggle out. Um, so, I can definitely get you in. Uh, helpful. Yeah. Name's Simon. Rin. Nice to meet you, Rin. Um, uh, yeah, I can, uh, I can get you over there. Uh, nightfall. Um, if you meet me down on the dock, it'll be the boat with the green light on. Step aboard. Uh, I'll get you over there. Um, connect you with my people and try to get you some help so that way you can start helping others. That work for you? It does. Don't, don't take this the wrong way, Simon, but if this isn't what it seems to be, I will find you. I understand. I'll be here every day. This is what I do. I help people get in, I help people get out. Uh, uh, we're called the Whispered Blade. Well. Here's to a fruitful partnership then. Yes. You're one of the first few that's actually wanted to go back to that place, but there's been a couple others that have made their way out and want to help, so you'll be with good people. I won't be there, but I'll see you from time to time if you're able to get some people out. Let's hope that we do. Yeah. Nightfall then, and he pulls the cord behind him and the curtain flips back up. 
Uh, and that'll be uh, three gold for the rental of the boat there uh, uh, for the day. And uh, just make sure you have it back uh, by 6 p.m. That's when we close. Very good. All right. Uh, we two of you have some have some fun on the water. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, good day. You as well. You step out, and the two of you wander around the city for the remainder of the light part of the day and enjoy some food at the local inn. You hear uh, some halfling groups singing happy songs, and you see Belle kind of tapping her feet along with the music uh, and seeming to enjoy um, and for the first time looking more like a normal child than you really had ever seen her mm. uh, over the course of your travels and your time with her and she seems to be adapting quicker than you would have expected to normal life and sunsets you make your way down to the dock and you see this boat with a green lantern off to the side. Daggers at the ready. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just a guess. Yeah. You make your way down and you step onto this boat. Simon peeks his head out. You ready to go? Yes. You're sure about this? Yes. It's been a hard life. I understand. Doesn't have to be for everyone. Right. Off we go. And he unties the rope, kicks the boat out, and throws up a small sail, and you start slowly puttering your way through the water for what feels like a few hours. And based on looking at the moon... It's only about an hour, but to you it feels almost like an eternity as you cascade across the water as the shadow of the place that you came from, the stench of the place that you came from fills your nostrils, almost cutting through the saltiness of the sea air. It's as if every wave that you hit is a punch in the chest. You feel for a moment as if you are back in the basement, running, hiding. And you feel a small hand reach out and grab yours as you hit a particularly large wave, and you snap back, and you see Belle holding your arm with both of her hands. And that feeling starts to dissipate as you feel like things might be okay. That returning to this place, despite what it means if either of you are caught, that at least you'll have each other and you will have done good things in the world. And you continue forward and time returns to normal. And the boat dips under a bridge the bridge and he runs up along under the bridge along the center up back towards the mainland and as you get 
under the mainland or under the bridge to the mainland the bridge continues forward as it enters this almost cave system that the bridge comes out of and you watch as the boat comes to a slow and you see him reach up and pull down a small rope ladder well uh, that way's up uh, you've got about 10 minutes before the next guard comes past up the ladder straight down the hall there's a crack on your left straight on through and you're into the city and your people they'll be waiting on the other side I've sent a letter alright uh, you're gonna wanna look for, well, to be frank, boy that looks uh, a bit like me. Um, you'll notice the orange hair and the freckles. Uh, it doesn't look like that all the time, but he will in this instance. It's how we signal. Uh, his name's Ethan. He's my brother. Not literally my brother, but you know. I understand. Yeah. Be careful, all right? Thank you. Of course. Now go. You got ten minutes. No. I'll go up so that I can help Bell up at the top. Yeah. So I would go up first and help guide her up. Yeah. You help her up and you watch as the boat slowly drifts backwards, flips around, and heads back out of this little cave system where the bridge extends. And disappears into the dark. Are we? Where are we going? We're going to follow his instructions. Okay. Sounds like there are people here that are already trying to make a difference. Okay. Go along quietly. Okay. I would guide her on the path that he directed. Yeah. You walk down this long hallway. Uh, through this bridge that you yourself have never seen in scale other than in the dark when you yourself were taken out smuggled across this bridge and out of the city um, you've never seen it in the daytime you've only seen it in the dark and this is familiar to you despite being so young at the time and you find your way along this bridge you find the crack in the wall and you slip into it and pull Bell inside and you hear footsteps walk through and walk past down the bridge as the guard passes. And the two of you kind of shuffle through this space between the cobblestones until you reach the other side and you see a very heavy, like, several furs thick blanket be pulled aside and you see a orange-haired kid with a small light on his head peer in. Simon sent you. He did. All right. Right this way. Welcome back. And follow. Yeah. He, you walk through and he closes this and you can see that there is like a fake brick facade painted onto this several thick fur wall so that way it sits flat and doesn't blow mm. with the wind. 
and he walks you up into the city, up and down stairs, through alleyways, down into the basement uh, of a like old-looking factory building. And you walk inside, and you see that there are cots set up around the room, kind of separated off with curtains. Uh, welcome to the Whisper Dagger. Uh, it's our little group. Um, I'm Ethan. That's Tom. That's Boulder. And the rest will be back later. Uh, the other people that he's pointing out. Uh, anybody evidently changeling or are they all wearing a mask? Uh, they are all changelings in here. And as he walks in, he drops his sure. facade back to changeling. Uh, um, or rather, he would have dropped it when you all left anyway mm-hmm. uh, and instructed you two to do the same because this is a changeling city. Mm-hmm. Um, and any people that we passed were not wearing a mask Correct, here. yeah. Sure. All changeling. Yeah. You, so you pass dropped. the couple people that are like drunk stumbling through the town that still have their mask on but mm-hmm. most people are just changeling here sure. yeah um, I would have dropped mine um, yeah we've got a, a space set aside for you in the back private uh, we're going to start um, do you know how to fight either of you uh, quite well actually sure and the a girl um she's on her way right uh well you take a couple weeks you teach her to fight make sure that she's ready we'll take you out on a mission we got one coming up in about a month how many ten we're going in and we're gonna get them out where do they go from there Back across, we have families on the other side, looking to adopt. It's better than here. Safer. Yes. Very well. Is there any way to stop it? Completely? Yes. We're trying, but that's a bit of a big ask. What if you had someone that could infiltrate? That could be helpful. It's risky, though. Wouldn't be the riskiest thing I've done. (laughs) All right, then. Uh, Some missions first. Yeah. So you know you can trust us. Sure. June. And this is Belle. Very nice to meet you both. Got a lot of work to do, June. I have a lot of work to do. All right. Well, uh, your quarters are back this way. Uh, we'll bring food and things to you. Um, step out if you need to, but I would try to keep it minimal. Uh, really only at night. Um, train her up, teach her. And uh, in a month, we'll move. Very good. Right. He walks you back to a kind of curtained off area for the two of you. And Belle is very tired. And you 
kind of carry her over to the bed and set her down and tuck her in. Yeah. Um, I would, um, I guess I'd look about the room and just look for a, a place to store some personal belongings. Sure. Yeah, there's, there's like, um, there's old... Uh, barrels and like equipment boxes in here from when this was a factory uh, that you could store stuff in. Sure. Uh, what's the the flooring and the like the condition of this room like? Uh, it's stone. There are some carpeting thrown down sure. uh, in the center just to kind of muffle the sound. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd, I'd um just find like one of the equipment boxes, something that fit like um either behind or under. Sure. Uh, a cot um <clears throat> and uh and just store some of uh some of the uh additional uh flexible suits of armor that I jacked off of the uh the night boys yeah and I would uh I'd lay out the um the uh armor that was sized for bell um and just take a moment to take a breather and prepare myself for what comes next. Yeah. And you rest, again, feeling safe among people that you can trust. And Belle, in the middle of the night, gets up and hops in bed beside you, and the two of you sleep. And over the next month, you train and teach her how to fight teach her how to better hold a mask all the things that she needs to know while also trying to teach her language and other things that are important to keeping her not just a weapon like mm -hmm. you were you teach her in ways that you would have wanted to be taught and not the way that you were broken Constructive. Constructive. And this month passes, and you and Belle walk out, and Ethan looks over at all of you. I think you're ready. I think you're right. Let's do this then. Good to have you along, Jun. And good to have you, Bill. Thank you. I want to save people. And the group of you walk out, kind of zipping back and forth between the shadows, hoods up, changeling form, running along the under portions of the bridge Bell with her ring of water walking, running along the water across, sprinting almost skipping before realizing the severity of the situation and beginning to start running again and she looks up at you and she smiles and she says we're gonna help a lot of people more than you could possibly know and you get across this bridge and you 
find yourself standing in this awful place that you came from. And you make your way through it. You take that first step forward onto familiar ground. But it doesn't feel quite so scary anymore. And Bell reaches up and grabs your hand as the two of you run in between the alleys. And you get to this group of kids. And the group of you efficiently take out the guards. And each of you grabs one and throws them onto your backs. And you start running. One step after the other. Back through the soil. Back to the bridge. And you run along the pylons. And the children... Their tears turn to laughter as Belle skips and dances across the water. And she looks up at you and she smiles. We're going to do really great things, aren't we? We are. One child at a time. One at a time. And if there's anything that you would like to say or do, as June... No, I think that's a good place to stop. Yeah. And the story of June continues with rescuing more kids and trying to infiltrate the kingdom that they came from. But that's a story for another day. And here, we fade to black with you and Belle and the crew of the Whispered Blade sprinting across the bridge saving lives thank you sir thank you for playing it's been a pleasure it has been a blast don't kill him too quickly (laughs) (sighs) let me call him back I'm assuming they're upstairs Uh, if that worked I'll do the other summoning thing but yep they're coming Thank you for playing in both stories. Yes, thank you for having me. It's been a blast. It has. Good. I killed him. Good. <laughs> I'm I'm dead. The DM. <laughs> He's not the DM anymore. It's me now. That's good. <laughs> Friends, thank you very very much for playing this evening and for watching uh appreciate you all immensely um we will be live next on monday for the city of oshwamp uh we will not be live next friday um not 100 percent sure when uh the next episode of adoris uh will be sometime in early january uh we're just waiting on some schedule things for uh mike and autumn um but thank you guys very much for watching Uh, And we will see you on Monday for the greatest turtle that you've ever met. (laughs) And a whole lot of hungry kids. Mm -hmm. And a terrifying story about a castle that melts in the winter. It's going to be great. 
a good time. Friends, thank you. Uh, happy holidays. And we'll see you Monday night at 7 p.m. Eastern time. Good night. Good night, friends. Bye.